to the hear to the ears of those who hear it will cause salvation to happen it will cause restitution to follow it will settle the dispute in families the dispute between husband and wife shall be resolved in this morning the separation between parents and children shall be restored this morning Father, the love that have been broken and destroyed shall be restored this morning. Hey, yes, Lord, the wound that have, the feathered wound that refused to be healed, it shall be healed this morning. Yeah. Father, the Bible says you sent your word and it healed your people. You sent your word and it healed your people. You sent your word and it healed your people. So, Lord, I decree that bowels be healed. I decree abdomen be healed. I decree stomach be healed. I decree liver be restored. I command kidneys to be restored. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Somebody who came here today with palpitation, you are here right now in the name of Jesus Christ. If your heart has been diseased, right now by the stripes of Jesus, you are made whole. Receive brand new heart in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hey Lord, we worship you our God and King. You are the one who created the new caps. You are the one who created the bones and the marrows in it. All the ligaments that join the bones, you made them. You spoke and they were. From the day you spoke to the sun to govern the day, it has been impossible for Satan or demons or government of nations or men or circumstance of economy or confusion of nations to stop the sun. I speak to your life as you are going into the last month of the year 2016. Everything that have hindered you from fulfilling what God ordained for you this year. I command them to give way in the name of Jesus. As the sun cannot be hindered by the word of God. So you shall not be hindered. You shall not be overcome. I decree every manifestations of embodiment of hindrances before you. Either things that you, are, you could not achieve because of ignorance. Things that you could not achieve because demons oppose you. Things you could not achieve that is in the hands of men. And the devil used the men to hinder you. I call for grace to bring them to your table. I call for mercy to bring them to your table. I declare as you enter tomorrow, it shall be a new day. It shall be a new dawn. It shall be a new day. It shall be a new dawn. It shall be a new day. It shall be a new dawn. Things that you have struggled to achieve. From January to this hour, they will begin to come to your table. In the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. If the man of the Lord has spoken it, so it shall be for you. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Come on, put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah forevermore. Welcome someone beside in the name of Jesus and sit down comfortably in the high places. I am happy to be the preacher on the last Sunday of November 2016. Why? Because I was born in November 
Someone said, how old am I? I'm as old as the eternity of God. You and I have no age. We lived in the heart of the Father from eternity. And when the time came for God to bath us, He sent us to this earth. And that is the reason why Jesus died, so as to reconcile us back to Him, so that we continue to live forever. Come on now. We have no beginning. We have no end. We are sons of God, Most High. This morning, I want to share with you very briefly. As you recognize that what God has been teaching us here is very simple. Someone remind me what is it? Tell someone what it is. Say it again. Do you know something? Uh, can I have the protocols to bring that small pulpit? Because by next year I will begin to go back to villages. My sabbatical leave is over. You know something happened in England yesterday? If you are not aware. You can Google it as I'm speaking because you guys in this age, you Google too much. Or Google. The biggest witchcraft conference ever in the history of mankind took place in Brighton yesterday. Google it. And you'll find it so. We received the call from Dr. Stacy, male, apostle. The biggest witchcraft conference is going on in is going to take place in Brighton. And it did take place over the weekend. Now, what about witchcraft conference? Witchcraft conference will not be taken to a city without tragedy following it, unless the saint of God pray to hinder it. And it is expedient for me at this time to tell you then, who are the saints of God? You are not an ordinary child. You know, formerly when they talk of witchcraft, people think that it's from my mother's village, Abulefo. But they soon found out that the word witch is an English word. It's not Egba. Neither is craft from Bagura. It is from England. So the word witchcraft, therefore, must have come from England. Really, the world president of witches is always an English lady. And there is a family in England who by inheritance, they occupy that position. That family in England, that's what they occupy. The president of all the world witches. Now, when I was saying this, during first service in New Cross now, one of my Amobiaras googled it. And to his amazement, he found out that his history teacher, when he was in secondary school, is in the executive committee of witches. His photograph is there. This morning, he googled. And he said he was shocked. And they wrote about him a resume, like they would write for a guest minister, evangelist, that he had been a long, a long-time serving member of the witchcraft. And you send your children to the primary school where witches teach them. 
You send your children to the secondary school where which is teach them. You send them to universities where which is teach them. And you don't understand? So those who are not born again, as they taught them, they must have initiated many. Alright? They will grow up having dreams. Terrible dreams. But when they get to the maturity, they will remove the veil and they will find themselves in the meeting. And at that time, they are so terrified to even expose it. Like what you had, the confession you had on television this week about football, how they, you know, sodomize those children and threaten that they will kill their parents if they spoke until Holy Ghost put fire now. That everything that is hidden shall be what? Exposé. But you know, <laughs> this is why I'm saying this to you because I'm about to tell you about who you are. Sometimes when we tell you to come and pray in the midweek, it is possible for some people to feel that, I mean, church is just to go on Sunday. I wonder if anybody who goes to church every Sunday will enter heaven. Very strong, very seriously now. Because I've not seen a person who goes to work once in a month, and at the end of the month, they pay him for the whole month. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've never seen somebody who is lazy towards an activity in his life get a good reward from that activity. What you put into life, that is what you get out of life. And you do not think, none of us you ever think, that we can get from God service that we did not put into God when we are on earth. It doesn't gel. It is not in line with common sense. You cannot by faith make a woman pregnant. What the husband puts into the wife is what the wife keeps on bringing out to the man. And life is about sowing and reaping. If in your young age you wasted your life, you have sown a seed. In your old age, you will reap suffering and regrets. If in your young age you have listened to counsel, and you have made the most of your time. Alright? In your middle age, you will live in felicity and enjoyment and you will be flabbergasted. Like I know some youths at the age of 26 earning six figures. Over 100,000. At least I know them in the field of law. Because once you qualify, Two of the major top companies in England, once you qualify with them and they employ you, they start with you with 90,000. That is, finish your LLB, go to law school one year, and then do two years, um, you know, uh, apprenticeship with them. And once you finish that, in that place they will employ you, at least they give you 90,000. So, you finish your LLB at 21, you finish your law school 22, you finish your two years at 25, or 24, you are ripe for 90K. Now, let me say something to you. When a child suffered in his young age only to serve God and to read, to serve God and to read, to serve God and to read, and, you know, God blesses those who serve him. And I'll go through that with you. I'll give you several scriptures this morning, but very, very brief time. I will teach you from Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, at the last victory night, 2016. And the encounters I have this week, I will share with those who come there. You know what? That child will not have the social life others have 
which means he saved himself from regrets when he's older. Because the social life that they give you in the world is full of regrets when you grow older. But he's not deprived of the godly life. So when he grows older, those who miss God in their youth age will come to him to ask, what is God saying? Uh huh. Plus, everything he does, he prospers. Satan don't hinder people like that. Really, Satan respect and salute them. Demons don't go near them. Because demons don't want to be punished. They don't want to suffer. And they know how much they will suffer in the hands of people like that because there is something in, in my mother's village. And I always refer to my mother's village so that you don't mix me for a foreigner. I'm a Scot. It says, Oti kekere moshe oluwa ori rere if you know the work of God at your early age, you have good luck. That is what is called good luck. If you grow in the light of the world, you have good luck. That is good luck. If you catch up, if you come in the middle age, you have a hard work to do. But understand this, that those who know him from credo, must consistently continue in the act of knowing and seeking and serving. Because the devil is always talking, looking for somebody relaxing and creeping. When the devil creeps into the life of believers, he will remain cool. Alright? Because what is his job? Demons are so prolific and sophisticated. When a believer begins to derogate from the laws of God, the first spirit that will enter into him are given the mandate to weary him and weaken him so that his love will go cold. Revelation chapter 2. According to the evidence of Revelation chapter 2, if you read it, it says, remember the heights that you were because of your early love that have grown cold. So, when you seek God and you are very good to God and you are committed to God, He raises you up. But when you begin to blow cold air, like this air condition now, they are looking at me. As from them, they are the leaders. I am not. I am a guest minister. <laughs> they will fix it up anyway. So, let me, let me even use this, this air condition to help you. You know, when this air condition was fixed, it was doing very well, hitting us very well. But the, we have contract with career to be servicing it. And all this time, it was hot. It was hot because what? They were servicing regularly. Now they miss the service. When they miss the service, what happened to the air condition? It broke down. Eh? It's a good way to help you understand. A Christian who has been consistent with God, consistent with God, consistent with God, and God is blessing you, God is helping you, God is surrounding you with favor and mercy and stuff, and you begin to withdraw gradually, gradually, is the devil, is the devil. There are demons who are trying to help you so that they can destroy. And when you get to the place whereby the word of God is no more your priority, they enter. When they enter, they will keep calm. One of the things they do is that they will convince you that your attitude is the right thing. Okay? Knowing fully well that every attitude must give birth to a reward. 
I would be now. So, the problem of many Christians is that haven't derogated from God for a long time and continue your life in your own way, which you were not before. Haven't opened all the guard doors for the devil and then released all your guards and the devil took over the, 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 the guard of your life. Then, the strike. Then you will begin to pray. It will take a harder force to evict a squatter than to protect your house. It will cost you more money to give a squatter a notice of eviction and a victim. It will cost you more time, more rigor, more pain. So, also, when an enemy invades your, your, your city and have entered into your city, to get rid of them is harder. But to protect your city from being invaded is easier. Come on, let's wake up. God, please, God, please, God, don't listen to that. Because you didn't listen to God when he was saying, please, to help me. Are we together now? We will not allow the devil to rob us. Every one of us must live to satisfy the one who created the heavens and the earth. Your daily life must be accountable to God. Am I with you? Are you with me? <laughs> I told them uh, in my cruises, I'm doing now. You know, people, if anybody listens to my voice, you will not need spiritual warfare too much. Hello? You speak and it shall be. Eh? Let me show you scriptures, Joe. What is the caption of this message that I've been sharing with you? You are not an ordinary child. Look at the book of Acts chapter 7. Verse 17 says, As the time drew near for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of people of Egypt greatly increased. Then another king who knew nothing about Joseph became the ruler of Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers by, by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they will die. Hmm? At that time, Moses was born and he was not what? An ordinary child. This is where the message comes from. Now, I told you last week very profoundly and deeply about the fact that ordinary children who are not ordinary children are born in the time of chaos and confusion and calamity. Example, Jesus was born. After 400 years that nobody said, thus said the Lord. Alright? People are pray, 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 they tired. They waited for his birth as prophesied by God for 4,000 years. But he came. And when he came, what happened? Herod decided to slaughter everybody around that range. Yeah? And he sought after killing Jesus. And the angel said, take that child to Egypt. Why is it that a savior was born in the midst of trouble? In the midst of people who are looking to kill him. What about Moses? He says here. When Moses was born, at the time he was born, the government was tyrannical. Like the government of today. Anti-Christian. They talk about Islamophobia. They talk about um, 
uh, all other phobias. Homophobia, Islamophobia, nobody is talking about Christianophobia. But Christians are being marginalized by the public laws of this country. Christians are being marginalized by the human rights law. Many people can do things and go scot-free, but when it comes to a Christian, you cannot. They can, they can joke with the name of Jesus. They cannot joke with the name of the God of other religious people. They are afraid so much because here we said loose. So Christians have become punching bag. I spoke to you a lot about it last week. Why? That is the reason why you are born at such a time as this. You are not an ordinary child. Maybe you come from a family that things are terrible for them. Nobody in your family was ever successful. Thank God for the greatest successful man born there. That is you. Why will God born you in a, in a family that is poor? Failure. The reason why he allowed you to be born there is because God had decided to change the destiny of that family. He had written your destiny not to be according to what happened in your generation. Because the Lord knew that you will, you will receive him as your Lord and Savior. Everything to redeem that family he put inside you. And he made sure he gave birth to you in that family. Listen to me. Look, why were you born in a family of wicked people? Witches and wizards and, and all these terrorists and people who kill and maim? And you were born in the midst of it. And then you found Jesus in the midst of it. Would you run for them? No. God gave birth to you in that family because you are not an ordinary child. Some people come to this world as, as, as escorts. You will not be part of them. Listen to me. As many who received him, the Bible says, God gave them the power to be what? Sons of God. Sons not born by the mutual agreement of man, but born of God. Listen to me. Now, the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 29, it says that for those who have been predestined, those who, are, who, are, who have been called, have been predestined to be conformed to the form, likeness of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, so that he may be the firstborn among you, brothers. Listen to me. Look at the next verse of that scripture. It says, and those who he predestined, he also what? Called. Come on. Say to somebody, I am called by God. Everyone born again is called. What is your assignment in your family? There are, I've met Christians who run away from their home because the, some stupid people who call themselves prophet liars have told them that the witches in their house are hunting for them. You will die anyway. Have you seen a man who came to this world never die? Uh-uh. Show me one. I mean, never die again. Kokumo in Nigeria, he died. Kokumo, what? <coughs> <laughs> when, when they when they name when they give birth to a child, they say that child Kokuma means no die again. Okay, somebody the name Kokuma means never die again. Then uh, Kumapai it means death will not kill this. Malomo means you will not go again. Okay, unfortunately for that tribe in Nigeria, Kokuma died. Malomo died. 
Iku makwai, iku kill him. <laughs> Listen to me. Why should you allow a false prophet to threaten you by the wickedness in the family you came from for which purpose God gave birth to you in that family? So, God saw a wicked family and planted you there because you are not an ordinary child and God trusted you that when you are redeemed, you will take the light to the dark family and shine the light and kill the devil away. Somebody downline your generation brought that devil. Somebody upline generation should take away the devil. But many false prophets have lied to the church. Don't go there. They are looking for you. If a child of God will be afraid of the devil, then the death of Christ on Calvary is in vain. All that person is not really born again. I think the second option is what I accept. Those people are not born again at all. They are just going to church. They, know, they do no salvation at all. Because if you are a child of a lion, you will be bold as lion. Holy Spirit changes a man from inside out. If you don't have such, you haven't got it. You haven't got it. It says, His Spirit testified to our spirit. So, our spirit testified to His spirit. That we are what? Sons of God. Sons of God, not born by decision of men. Come on now. Going to church doesn't make you a son of God. You have to choose to be one. By inviting Jesus into your heart and deciding that you will serve him all your life. I want to show you many things this today. Let me read this further. He gave... No, 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 go back to my scripture. And those he predestined, he also called, those he called, he also justified, past tense, those he justified, he glorified. So, can somebody justify any deliverance? Come and answer me. From what? From what? The word justify. How many lawful persons are here? I was just doing a write-up recently, really, up till this morning, about justification. <laughs> A law. Look, if there is a law, okay, that says you must not do this for everybody, all right? And then the next part of that will say, but for, okay? It means that you can do it under the condition. Okay? Let me give you an example. The EU law says you cannot discriminate against any member of the EU based on nationality. Okay? So if you are an EU member, you go from here to Germany, you must be treated like a German. You are English. If an EU come over here to here, he can go anywhere and apply for a job. He can work everywhere. You cannot discriminate against them for their place of origin or birth, but for public safety, public health, and uh, yeah, that safety, public safety, national security, public health, and public policy. Now there is argument about what is public policy. Okay. And when the argument comes, what do they do? You go back to the writer of the law. 
You don't go to a hospital to go and plead case and ask whether I'm legally correct. Same thing with God who wrote the Bible. Same thing with God who wrote the Bible. So if they refuse somebody to be employed into MI5, who is a French citizen, and they say that it is for the security of the country, okay, they are justified. Though they have no right to say no to a French in England, but for the security of the country. So justified means no one can sue you. No one can argue it. No one can decide not to believe it. If they don't believe it, it is so. If they believe it, it doesn't matter. If they argue it, it's their business. They can argue till they die. You are justified. So if God said you are justified, tell me. Curses is a result of unjustification or guilt or condemnation. Okay? So somebody justified. How can a man who knows the status of God tell me that a man that the Bible justified can be under condemnation. Come on now. Common sense tells us that. We don't need to be intellectual about this. But a lot of people who go to church believe that. That's why we have a bunch of several Christians on earth. They don't know their left and right. When a bat, if a bat flies into a meeting, black bat, you will see them turn over a bat. A bat. Bat. Abby? Bat. Adon? Bat. Because they have been told in their brain that is a demon in the bat. Who told you a bat is a bat? He is not a demon. Whereas somebody else who is not born again but is a good person will be looking for how to help the bat to go back to find his way out. Whereas a born again in quotation has wasted all the energy of tonguing over a bat who just missed his way, that God was looking for someone to help the bat to be able to go back because God also has assignment for that bat. He has not finished his assignment. And then you see Christian jumping up and, and running after bats until somebody breaks his bones and then he lands in the hospital. Over bats. But when angel is passing, they can't see. Even some people when angel are passing and you feel the atmospheric change. Hey, rah, 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 demon, I bind you. It's an angel. It's an angel. When they step out of the invisible to the visible, you see atmospheric changes. Are you with me now? This Bible tells me those who are called by Jesus, He has also justified past tense. And those he justified, he has well glorified, past tense. Come on now, look at the next verse. He says, what then shall we say in response to this? If God be for who? Who can be against who? Say it again, if God be for me. Look, 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 look. I've just called you people, commercial headquarters in New Cross. Now I told them I'm going to commercial headquarters. I expect that, you know. I don't, when I, when I say to read Bible, you read it like you know it. Now you get away from me. Then, then one can be again. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> the general quarter didn't like it when I said that you are the bank. Oh, they said, no apostle, no apostle, we are the general headquarters. 
Now, I said, this is, this is the commercial headquarters. They said, no, 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 no. They want to be general headquarters, commercial headquarters, territorial headquarters, military headquarters, everything headquarters. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Shall we do this together? Yes. Yes. Now, can you see this now? It says, it go before us. Cooperation. Let's serve God together. Let's come to midweek prayer together. It's just one hour. And you're only supposed to come once in a month. Take it religiously. Time is running out. If you think we have two more years to spend and he comes by January 1, what will be your report? In the house he planted you, all the works you have been going from morning till evening will be useless because he doesn't need that. We have to rethink. He says, if God be for us, we, 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 who can be against us? If somebody gets out of the us, that is an exemption clause, then this scripture cannot be fulfilled on him. Because the scripture is for us. That's the reason why many Christians fail. Let me talk to some people on television. There are some of you who go to churches where everybody is a witch. That is how they taught you. You see somebody, a woman beautiful, you call her Mimota. A woman who is ugly, you say she's a witch. Let me say something to you. Oh yes, you better get out of the place. Anywhere you are taught to fear the devil, it's not the church of God. It's not the church of God. Because the one who hates you, fears the devil. That's why I teach you to fear the devil. Okay? And you cannot be above your master. Okay? The Bible says it was for freedom... That Jesus Christ has set us free. No longer to be subject to what? To a yoke of slavery. The righteous have been what? As bold as lion. Come on now. I love it. I love it. I love it. Someone says that they are pursuing me. What did you carry? What did you steal that they are pursuing you? Drop it. If they are pursuing you and you are running, you must be a thief. Because when they say, Uli, 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 they run. And the Bible says a sinner runneth <laughs> when no one what? Chase it. So then, what are I chasing you for? If you are chasing God, nobody can come after you. If a wild dog is running after a cub, a lion cub, alright? And there are so many wild dogs that had run after the lion cubs. And that lion cub ran into the heart of lions. Alright? I'm sure that the foolish dog, who did not recognize that the cub is slowing down now because he has got to the den of lions, that one will not live to tell the story. He will be the first man for the cub. Because the lion will come, or the lioness, and kill that one and give it to the cub that taste of this and tell me what your opinion is. So are you. The angel of the Lord, encamp those who fear the Lord to do what? To protect them. So why should you be afraid? If God be for yours, if God, what can be against us? And why did he say this? Look at the next verse. <laughs> yes. Shall we do it together?
Listen to me. The reason why if God be for us, no one can be against us is because God gave us all he had. It's Jesus. He's giving them to you. That's all God has. And say, God, the Bible says, if God is so willing to give you his son, how much more will he, along with his son, give you what? How many things? Say it loud. How many things will God give you? Babies? Money? Wealth? Fame? Success is cheap. Only when you obey God. <laughs> oh my. And you know, God is not saying that we are perfect. Let me just help you understand that. But he's saying we are obedient. Now, let me ask you a question. If you die today, what will be with you? What will be on? What do you think? What will happen? People die suddenly now. Think about it for a minute. Are you ready to meet your maker? And give you account of your life happily? This is how you must think every day. You are not an ordinary child. Everything is available to those who are in Christ Jesus. If God gave you Christ, how much will he give you? Graciously give you. The word graciously means graciously. I love it. In another word, abundantly, limitlessly, without boundaries, without definition. Graciously. Yeah? Every good thing, everything that has grace is gracious. If you ask for support from heaven, he sends it. You ask for reinforcement, God sends it. You know, forget about enemies attack. Which enemy attack? You know, for me, if anything happened to my body, I say to myself, God, it's your temple. Finish. If that thing can kill this body, I'm happy. I want to go home quick. I have seen my house in heaven. I have walked in the midst of it. I have told you this for 20 something years in this house. Oh, how do I have the devil come out and me? How do I, let him stay there now. Which arrow of the devil? When you go to God of righteousness and you have fellowship with him, and he sees an arrow in your body. I am confident he will not let you go with that arrow. But when you don't have fellowship with God, arrows can enter that body. Because it's no more the temple of God. It is your own body. You yield it to what you want. When he said, Offer your body as a living sacrifice unto God. Holy and acceptable unto God. You defile it by several means. So when arrow enters, you better cry. I was, um, I don't tell you many stories today. But let me tell you this story. I was uh, with Pastor Dr. for one day. And I was going to preach in Lagos. Over commerce. And as I was talking with Pastor Dr. and Pastor Johnson and Pastor Eric, something hit my back. Bam! And it was like, um, uh, like a small stone or so, or a, a dart. And it went straight to my heart. 
And I was still talking with them. But I was feeling the excruciating pain. And then I asked the Lord while I was talking with them that what is this? Are you telling me that somebody will be in the meeting today with heart disease? Because, you know, when we preach and we begin to say that somebody is here who had this issue and God is healing you. Some of the times we say that is because we have pain in that part of our body. And then we recognize that God wants to deal with somebody who has pain in his body. If somebody has heart problem, the heart is totally destroyed. If I'm preaching as I'm ministering to you now and I feel heavy pain in my heart, I see my heart is going to burst. I recognize that somebody is here who carried that pain and God wants to heal. And I speak. When I speak that you are here right now, when that person is healed, my pain will leave. Another thing is that in word of knowledge sometimes, if I move to this area and the person is here, I will have the pain so much. If I move away from this area, the pain will leave me. So in word of knowledge ministry, when I move to this area and I'm having the pain, I can now trace by the spirit who is the person. And that is the time I say, that person over there, stand up, this is what you're having. That's how word of knowledge operates. How can you get word of knowledge? By studying the word of God. That's all. I told you before. The Lord took me to heaven and told me and showed me. But this pain, as I asked God that, are you telling me that somebody is going to be sick, who, who has had issue will come? The Lord said that I don't speak in this language. Listen to the language again. And I found out that that pain was seeking to, to just kill me. Okay? I said, Lord, I understand. And the Lord said, an emissary is coming to your meeting today. He says, an emissary has just shot you with their bullets. And you know, God will speak to you in the language you understand. I, being that my father was a wizard, I know what they call Akwita. Okay? And I know how they do it. They will take a gun, they will go into the wilderness, they will say one incantation. They will call your name and they will shoot the gun to the clouds. When they shoot the gun to the clouds, they turn the nozzle down. You will see physically blood coming out of it. It means that that bullet has hit the person. Whether it's in the jungle of America and the person shooting is, is Africa, it doesn't matter. It will enter his body. Okay, how many of you was a witch before? Why are you laughing? <laughs> now, so they do am now. It's time for confession. But you know something with God, and also the Ocon recognize this, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 54, no weapon forged against you will prosper. Hmm? They shoot the gun, they call your name, Jesus will answer. Because you are a son of God. But when they shoot the gun and that name is not registered in the book of life, the bullets will go out of it, hit the person, they will turn the gun down, blood of that person will stream down. Then the person starts a problem that doctors will not be able to diagnose. They will know that he has these symptoms, but they can never, no doctor under heaven. Cut it away, it will come back again. Cut it away, it will grow again. Cut it away, it will grow again. Doc, that is when doctor will just put you on the pacifier to die. They say they are giving you painkiller. He kills the pain and he kills the man. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Abiyama line. Doctor. When they put somebody on painkiller and that pain every day you are taking the killer. It shortens your life now. Medically. 
I did biology, physics, chemistry. And I know the composition of chemicals and the reaction of chemicals in human, any cell, not just human cell, plant cell, same thing with human cell. Kills you. The only one that can deliver that person is you who believe in Jesus. When God have mercy on a man like that, he will say that he should, he should, somebody will invite him to church and somebody will just touch that person coming in and the sickness is gone. Are you with me? So when the arrow entered my body, I just said to Pastor Daiko, an arrow of the enemy has entered my body now. Instantly, I started praying. I said, stop praying. Don't pray for me. This body, I lost it when I gave my life to Jesus. For pain, it can't stop me from sleeping. I said, prepare my bed, I want to sleep. So that me and that pain will go and meet there. Pastor that could learn that from me for the first time. Why should I worry on what God says? It's nothing. The Bible says those who worship idols are nothing. Isaiah 44 verse 9. And the things they treasure are worthless. Those who will speak for them are blind. Babalawu is blind. Obioman is blind. Witches and wizards. They are blind. The Bible says they are ignorant to their own shame. So if God says that the things they treasure are worthless, why should I? I slept. I said I'm sleeping. The vigil is 12. This is 9. When I woke up at, they woke me up at 11. I said, let's go to church. I slept with the pain, with the bullets, with the, with the arrow, whatever you may call it. Gwangwa, concussion, jigbigbo. I slept with it. When they woke me up, I was still having a little pain because it's not been dealt with. Okay? When we got to the crusade ground, a, the woman who sent that bullet to me was in the crusade ground waiting for me to kill me. She expected my corpse to be brought to the crusade ground in Lagos. When I entered the crusade ground, the woman after all confessed that the atmosphere changed. Then she said, oh, that man has entered. When you seek God truly, you carry unction. Not because you are a messing servant of God, but because you are a Christian. Christian, eh? You carry presence. Anywhere you go, angels are going with you. When you enter an atmosphere, if you people who have demons who are caught, they begin to fidget. Some of them will walk away from you. It happens to some of you in bars. It happens to some of you in bars. Listen to me. So, they started praising God. They were singing praises. And the woman was in the front. You know the song they were singing? It's under my feet. And she was jumping. It's under my feet with one of my ushers. Now my victory is complete. Which is singing. Jesus, Paul, principalities made a show of them openly. It's under your feet. Devil is under your feet. The person who shot me arrow was, we caught him on, we caught on video. But my, my intercessor didn't know who she was dancing with. They come to church, oh. They come. <laughs> After this convention of Brighton, churches here will come. They will be coming to test power. That's how they get converted. They will laugh at you, to you. You will hug them, they will hug you. They will go. You understand what I mean? That's a qualified hug. <laughs> okay, so. So now let me say this. 
When they were praising God, and it speak, the, the power of God came down in great worship. I just said to pastor, give me the microphone, follow me, let's go and get the person who wants to kill me. Follow me! And the pastors followed. And I began to lead worship, and I was moving from place to place, looking for the person. If I don't have eyes to see, how can I look? What gave me eyes to see? Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have pure heart and clean hands, who do not lift up their soul to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. When I was a growing child like this, they taught me, memorize, memorize. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor sit in the seat of scoffers who go nowhere, nor stand in the ways of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In the law of the Lord, he meditates day and night. Verse 3 says, he shall be like a tree planted by the riverside. He does not do things because he thinks that is the right thing to do. He do things because that's what the Bible says to do. Bible says he will flourish. No Satan can stop him from success. No devil can hinder him from flourishing. Sin, rebellion, destroy Christians, not demons. Come on now. The fourth verse says the wicked are not so. They are like shafts blown away. You see, when you submit to Jesus, you know when you truly seek him. As Satan have the gift of destruction, Jesus have the gift of the spirit. But he gave it to those who submit to him. They followed me. As we're going, we saw a girl standing. I think that video we see told across it, we can bring it bring it back to life again. That girl was like this. Everybody was speaking in tongues and thought she was like that. So I went to the girl and they surrounded the girl praying in tongues because now we are looking for one person amongst over a thousand people. Praying in tongues. So I went to the girl and she was just standing. Her eyes didn't blink. You know, it looks suspicious. She was really suspicious. Because if somebody, a normal man, stand like this and look for maybe a minute, his eyes should blink once. She was just like that. You know, the eyes were wide open. You know, in my daddy, they would say, Oh, no, you. English doesn't have qualification for Oh, no, you now. <laughs> How do you create it in English? English, English, English lecturer. Professor, you what? Wide eyed. Ah, look at Sister Agbemi. Sister Agbemi said it's wide eyed. Okay, for now, because there is no disagreement about that, that is the most qualified word. We call it wide eyed. Wide eyed. Her eyes was wide like this. Yes, wide eyed. I would recommend it for the Oxford Dictionary here. So, so, they said she was wide eyed. Okay. I stood before her. She didn't blink. But when I stood before her, I looked into the eyes too. I also wide-eyed. <laughs> One is wide-eyed by demons. The other is wide-eyed by the Holy Spirit. The eye is the window to your soul, your spirit. When I looked at the eye, the pastors were praying in tongues. I said, stop. Let me concentrate. I'm checking whether there is a demon inside her. 
Or why is she doing that? But I sense she was the instrument. So when I looked into her spirit, I found out also by back-eyed. Holy Ghost back-eyed. Behind my head, right across, looking at this woman, I saw a woman where she was sitting on the first seat on the third row. And that woman was the witch who now was using this woman to send out vibes into the church to weaken the people from praying. If Satan has the wayo sense, Holy Ghost have the real sense. Every sense of the devil is counterfeit. Listen to me. If you come to CFT or you listen to me on social media, understand the Bible is not a mystery. It is a manual of how the life of those who follow Jesus ought to be if you follow him as he followed God. It has nothing to do with anointing now. I told pastor, stop! I said, all of you, go behind me. The third row. Go, go, go. Leave me with this one. What happened is that that woman has induced her own spirit into this woman. So this woman is hypnotized by the spirit of the witchcraft in the other woman. She too was deceiving as if she's praying. Eh? So I locked up her spirit there. You want to know about that? Fast and pray. You know it. And when I said I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, the woman who was the witch, the power of God carried her, the whole place got her. All she has, I said, hey, it's all you right. So the pastors carried her. They began to rebuke. They were a bit waiter. It's good to serve God. There's a song I say. It says, I will sing it in my language. Don't worry, just listen. It says, Nipai. Where is mommy? She sings it in English. By the mercy of, of my Savior. Something like that. All will be well. But where I want to, what, what, what I want to deliberate on is that. It says, Oh, yeah. No, no. You see, what it says is that the precious is the blood that saved you. Alright? Dwelling in Jesus is rewarding. Alright? By the grace of the mercy of God, it all shall be well. Why do you fear men who can kill the flesh and cannot do anything to your spirit? And you don't fear Jesus who can destroy you and put you in hell forever? Why do you follow the world? Why do you follow people? Why do you become an ordinary man? A man created by God for a great mandate and purpose. You are getting older and older every day. Nothing is happening. Why? 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 Come on. Let's seek him together. No man can kill you unless your maker says die. And when he says die, no man can pray you back to life. They carry that away. I said to the pastor, go and use that to train. 
So we exercise authority. So one was saying, I bind you. The other was saying, come out. So the demons is more confused. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we have many intercessors. I did it too. When I was working with my brother in Nigeria, my, my spiritual father, they gave us a, a madman came to our midst and we surrounded him and said, let us flex our muscle. And we closed our eyes. Come out in the madman. The madman went to the ground. And we are binding, we are losing. And somebody is binding, the other is losing. And the madman... <laughs> He ran, he, he, he escaped, to, he, he fled. And then my leader came and said, Where is the madman you are praying for? We opened our eyes. He said, You are casting out demon, you, you close your eyes. <laughs> what about if you box your mouth? <laughs> said, Go and get him. We ran after him, but I tell you, guy, the guy broke the world record. <laughs> He's running with demons. So let me finish my story. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is so simple. But he wants to be loved. I mean, genuine and sincere love. So, when I was going to preach, I said, bring that lady. She sat there. And I taught them that day on the topic, sons are higher than angels. So I was opening the issues of our angels. And when I got to the Sodom and how people were destroyed in Sodom and Gomorrah, by sulfur through an angel. She screamed, fire is burning me. They now put her at the back of the church. Fire is burning me. Fire is burning me. I said, shut your mouth. Because when I'm preaching, I don't allow anybody to mess up. If a demon possessed is speaking when I'm speaking, I'll shut him out. I, only one man speak at the time in service. All right? And so, I stopped. I said, stand up. She said, I said, come here. She said, I cannot come. I cannot come. Look at the angels behind me. The angels behind me. She said, I, I came to kill you. I was sent to kill you. I was sent to kill you. Please help me. Please help me. You know, people sleep in Nigeria, in Nairobi, when it's about two, three. When some, when the people had, those who are sleeping in the body, I'm a witch, I'm a witch, everybody woke up. <laughs> oh, la, la. <laughs> so... Whatever the case may be, I called her out. The rest of the stories in my book, detail. My book on my encounter, my, uh, um, the call of apostle. I prayed the angels to leave her, to release her, and they did. She came at the end of the day, walking like this, and she would stretch her tongue out, and the human tongue would come out like a serpent. With a venom at the tip of it. It was jet out. People ran away. From me and clear a path. And she would come like that. I said, come over. And the angels brought her. And I led her to Christ. It was hard for her to confess Jesus as her Lord and Savior. So when she got to me, the video recorded everything. That was when she was, she now told us, I attacked you. Why you came? Why she came? Who sent her? What happened? And all stuff like that. To come and kill me. I now rebuked that spirit and got the spirit out of her. Clean her up. Clean her up in the name of Jesus. And now look into her eyes. She's clean and empty. And now led her to Christ. When I led her to Christ finished, I hugged her to welcome her to the kingdom of God. And her tongue and the venom stuck on my suit and it burnt it like acid to my body. 
I brought the suit to this church. I came to show them in this church. The venom in her mouth, so concentrated, acid, burnt my suit, blue suit, and a hole. It became ashes. But it touched my body, and it could do nothing. You are the temple of God. Listen to me. Is he by anointing? No! God is seeking relationship. Satan doesn't want you and I to go to heaven. He is the only one condemned to heaven. And you and I have an obligation not unto the flesh, but unto God who lives forever and ever. That's like a student who is studying, expecting to, to be called as the best student on the day of graduation so that he can make his parents proud, he can make everybody proud. So are we. We must strive to seek God with a clean heart and a pure heart. We must seek Him regularly. The Bible says, the book of Acts chapter 2, from verse 42, it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer, prayer, prayer. Many of you got into trouble because you didn't pray. Then when trouble comes, you are fasting. Which one is easier? Hunger strike. Or to pray and seek his face when there is no trouble so that he can protect you and prevent that odd thing from happening to your life. Many of us have lost precious things because we do not understand what I'm saying. And you know, the devil is an opportunist. As much as we don't understand, we continue to lose. God cannot help us. But the moment we can reconcile with God truly in our hearts, it's all over. Yes, I think I've spoken enough to you, commercial headquarters. Before I pray for you, <laughs> listen to me. Write this down. Seven things quickly. A righteous man will please God. Write it down. We'll look at that lecture on the three days of victory night. Number two, a righteous man can see God. And I will teach you how to please God, how you can see God. To go to heaven is easy. If you can go for holiday, I too have my holiday, it's heaven. When God wants to take me for a break, he sends an angel. And before you know it, before morning I have gone. And I have come back. Some people go to the land of Batu. I don't. Number three. A righteous man will prosper. That's number three. Number four. The prayer of the righteous has great power. God will not deny the prayer of a righteous man. Okay? Your prayer has great power. Number five. Light dawn in darkness for the righteous. Light will dawn in your darkness. Number six. The righteous will flourish. If you miss anyone, let me know. 
Number one, righteous man can please God. Number two, a righteous man can see God. Number three, a righteous man prospers. He will certainly prosper. Number four, the prayer of the righteous has great power. God will never deny a righteous man. Number five, light dawns in darkness for the righteous. Number six, the righteous will flourish. Number seven, the righteous may have many troubles, but God delivers them from all. Those are the things we will look at on Thursday, 1st of December 2016, 2nd and 3rd. Alright? But write the scripture down as your memory verse, as you go home. Look at the book of John, chapter 17, verse 16. What does it say? Shall we do it together? Let's read again. Read it again. How many of you are born again? Raise your hands up. If you have given your life to Jesus Christ. Put your hands down. From the day you said that, you don't belong to the world anymore. You can't behave like the world do. You live to please God only. You don't you don't live to please your friends and you don't care if your life will make some friends to leave you. Those are the friends that will have shipwrecked you. They're not supposed to be with you. A friend that will hate you because you hate the world practices, that friend is from the devil. Yeah, 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 it's from the devil. Alright? But the friend that will love you because you love godly practice, that is from God. You don't need those ones from the devil. They only cost you. They waste your time. At the time you will need to, to, to spend your time good, they will come and be talking nonsense and waste your life. Are we together now? You are not of this world. What has happened to the projector? Is it because I say you are not of this world? Projector pack up. Don't worry, my own never pack up. John 17, I charge the battery overnight so that there is no excuse. I won't blame the devil for my fault. He says, they are not of this world, even as I am not. So, you get it now? Anywhere in your life that you know you are worldly, deal with it between now and the end of this month. Don't live to please man. You know, those of you who are Yorubas, I am one of the custodians of the culture of Yoruba people because I was born in an old age by a wizard priest who instructs Ifa priests about the culture of Yoruba. And when I was growing in secondary school, I took a curriculum on Asha, Atiorisha, Ile Yoruba. That is the culture and the gods or deities of Yoruba land. And by that, personally, I got exposed to the culture that came from the devil and the culture that came from our standard morals. And all the culture of Yoruba people that came from standard morals are in the Bible. But there is many culture that came from the devil. 
demonic practice of our forefathers. This is the problem. If you do anything that Satan instituted, God will not be able to deliver you from the consequence that Satan has given to such our conduct. God cannot. You can't do it and repent. If you do it, you will still suffer. And if you repent, God will forgive you. But you will still suffer. God will not say your repentance you expiate for your sorrow. He will make sure that the devil teach you a lesson. That's the reason why godly people have undue tragedies. And it pays the heart of God. You and I want to make up our mind that for the rest of this month and this year, the Lord shall we serve. Let's stand upon our feet, please. I prayed over you at the beginning of this uh, meeting. And those of you who were there will re- remember that if you were sick and you came here already, you enter into the cloud of healing because you have been prayed for before you came. Father, I pray for these people. It is written, the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. Lord, you have a plan for everyone here. And you have a purpose for sending us to the earth, and especially to England at this time. We are not ordinary people. Lord, I pray one prayer for them. Anything that I have been working against God's plan in your life, today I command them to sink. Every effort of man and devil to frustrate God's plan in your life, I decree by the power in the name of Jesus, those efforts be totally annulled. Every trap the devil has set before you to slow you down, to hinder you in your race of life, so as to cause you sorrow instead of joy, I command the snare to be broken in the name of Jesus. O Lord, my King, as heaven are written, so your life shall be. As God has purposed, so your life shall be. He will destroy the Assyrian in your land. He will break their yoke from your shoulders. He will lift up their bodies from your neck. Your Egyptians that you see today will not enter with you in the month of December. I mean the powers of hell and the problems that they have played before you. Like one day will pass and it shall never come back again until the day of reckoning. Every sorrow assigned against you. Every obstacle the enemy has put against you or before you, I declare, as you leave my presence, they shall be rolled away. They will not enter December with you. They will not enter December with you. They will not enter December with you. Your entry into the month of December shall be unhindered in the name of Jesus. You will fulfill God. God will celebrate you. Satan will not have a cause to rejoice over you. My God and King, the one who testifies to the word I speak. If there be anyone that has been incarcerated today, you are set loose. In the name of Jesus, anyone that is bound, your soul is free in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless your name. The Bible says the Lord derives pleasure in the prosperity of his people. I command everyone here to prosper. I say, because God derived pleasure in you prospering, I say, in the name of Jesus, you prosper. Whatever is in your hand today, 
I invoke the blessing of heaven to rest upon it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Come on, jab your hands together for the King of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now turn to someone beside you. Congratulate them in the name of Jesus. Please, let's take our seats in the heavenly places. Choir, maybe you should come up, please. Hallelujah forevermore. Amen. Were you blessed at all today? I can't hear you. I am blessed, Falallah. Amen. You know, I've been told that every tribe in England, you know, God has brought them to England to embellish our multicultural society. So because the government of our country have accepted that a Scottish man can also be an Abekuta man, I have decided that as I speak the Queen's English, I will punctuate it with original Yoruba language. It is in view of tolerance. Amen? Well, you are so welcome. Can I just say to us that today is our Thanksgiving Sunday? Thanksgiving Sunday. And we have in our midst today the latest husband and wife in the whole world. My, oh my. Some people, after the word, their first Sunday is in a strange land. It's always good when God do good for you. Your first Sunday, you spend it with God. You spend it with God. You spend it with God. You spend it with God.